When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. On the left wing for the win, he shoots and scores! 5-4, into 10, in overtime! Across the five, the deuce is loose, touchdown Elks! Trade forward into the end zone. Edmonton's home for great stories, local heroes, and everything you need on the Oilers and Elks. This is Inside Sports with Reed Wilkins. Brought to you by James H. Brown and Associates, Alberta Injury Lawyers, the heavy hitters of injury law. Three minutes into the third period, Flames leading Montreal 2-1. Also in the third period, Penguins and Blue Jackets tied at two. Bruins taking it to the Sabres. They have a 5-1 lead. After two periods in Washington, it's the Capitals up 1-0 on the Golden Knights. Early second period, Coyotes and Stars 1-1. Predators leading the Ducks 1-0. Blues up 1-0 on the Lightning. Devils and Jets are scoreless. And coming up later tonight, San Jose looking for their third win of the season. They will host the Florida Panthers, who are doing pretty well with a record of 9-4-1. American Hockey League action tonight. we got the Bakersfield Condors down the highway in Calgary to take on the Wranglers once uh, we get a little more going there. Uh, oh, there's already a goal, by the way. <laughs> so I was thinking, I wonder if this game has even started yet. Uh, it's 59 seconds into the game, and uh, Calgary has scored on their first shot on goal on Jack Campbell to take a, a one nothing lead, so we'll keep an eye on that one as well. That is your scoreboard, updated by Cougar Paint and Collision, our family helping your family for 40 years. Thanks a lot for tuning in tonight, as the Calgary Flames have just scored again to go up 3-1 on the Montreal Canadiens. The Oilers practicing today at the Downtown Community Arena. The Jonas Brothers taking over Rogers' place. Uh, Kellen, thanks to Brendan Escott, I can now name two Jonas Brothers songs. Ah, okay. Uh, Sucker and the other one. I forgot it already. Human Face? There you go. What's Uh, it called? (laughs) Uh, That's two more than I know. It's got human in the title. I already forgot. Anyway, the Jonas Brothers. One and uh, a half. One and a half. uh, They're very popular, so uh, congratulations. (laughs) Congratulations to the Jonas Brothers on your musical career. Sounds like I just just won a talent show or something. We should have an inside sports talent show. Write that down on our list of ideas, Kellen, along with the uh, holographic Christmas tree and CSI Vegreville and uh, obviously the Sylvan Lake Alliance of Wrestling. Mm. All right, so uh, downtown community arena today first actual practice run by chris knobloch he was a morning skate yesterday as uh, by the way montreal has challenged this calgary goal i didn't see why everybody i looked down from the monitor to read about the jonas brothers uh but i'll tell you if the goal stands or not first of all let's get to this because this is uh, important and unfortunate head coach chris knobloch with the update on dylan holloway uh, i don't know specifically i think it will be a longer term but um how long we're not sure 
Okay, well, longer term, so probably several weeks, if not months, for Dylan Holloway to be out of the lineup, which is uh, unfortunate. Got a goal in the win over Seattle, and I thought was playing a decent last night and then got hurt in the second period. So no Dylan Holloway. Now, Connor Brown might be able to play tomorrow. If he doesn't play tomorrow, he'll play Saturday. That game tomorrow against Seattle at Rogers Place, 5 o'clock face-off show on 6.30, Chad. The puck will drop at 6.30. But the Oilers also uh, loaned Raphael Lavoie to uh, Bakersfield today as well. Um, now, maybe he's uh, right back up uh, to play tomorrow. We'll see how that goes. Uh, anyway, um, so that's something to keep in mind. And I'm just confirming, yes, Jack Campbell is the goaltender, so the first shot goes on, in on him today. Uh, I was just wondering if they were throwing Lavoie in the lineup today, but no, I don't see him on the lineup sheet uh, in Calgary. Uh, all right, and the goals waved off. I think Calgary was offside on the play, so it remains 2-1 for the Flames in Montreal. So Knobloch taking the team through the uh, practice, and he was asked, uh, you know, what he was trying to accomplish today. Yeah, no, well, one was to have some fun. Um, you know, at the end of the game, or at the end of the practice, we had a little game there, and you can just tell that the players always get a little more, in, or um, find their energy when you, when you put in a little competition there. Uh, but we did some, we've talked a lot about D-zone coverage and defensive zone uh, responsibilities. Uh, we added a little more offensive zone play today, whether that was on our transition or um, offensive zone structure. Um, yeah, just little little tidbits as the, as the season goes on, and um, hopefully they pick some something up each day. Well, we'll, we'll see uh, what the team looks like once Chris Knobloch is in charge for several weeks or months, or hopefully finally for an Oilers coach several seasons. I mean, no one has lasted longer than about three and a quarter years, and that was Todd McClellan several years ago. Uh, Jay Woodcroft's tenure mostly successful um bad start this year and he got fired as a result i i thought the oilers with a, a very good performance last night but not one that was foreign to them i mean they won plenty of games during woodcroft's tenure and even during dave's tippet uh, dave tippet's tenure by staying in close games by getting a clutch power play goal or two uh by putting it away with an empty netter by by getting some solid goaltending i mean that's the formula to win almost any game in the National Hockey League for almost any team and the Oilers hadn't been doing that you know they had not been uh, a very steady team now I do think they were showing signs of that even over Woodcroft's last few games and I know and we're going to get to some of your texts and phone calls later I know there are a lot of opinions out there and I hear a lot of it that this is not entirely fair to Jay Woodcroft uh, I mean, look, if they had been uh, a mediocre team last year, even a playoff team, but, you know, maybe barely in, maybe you're out in the first round and then they start this way, okay, you can get it a little bit more. You know, if this was a team that uh, had underachieved last season and then you start the, the season this way, okay, you get it. I mean, Jay Woodcroft, as we know, had a very good record as the Oilers coach. And I know that they didn't win the Stanley Cup, but they did win three playoff series the last two years and lose to some pretty good teams along the way um so a lot of things they did last night they done under jay woodcroft so they were played a steadier game they didn't panic they didn't force a lot of plays 
which I think had crept into their game, and maybe that's why we talk about them looking like they were in a, a little bit of a fog or a little bit confused or gripping the sticks too tight. They they appeared to calm down last night. Now, I, th- I think they also calmed down a lot in Seattle and maybe even in San Jose, even though they you know let in three untimely goals and could only get two themselves. But they performed better. I, I just really hope... I mean, look, everybody... I, I I know there are, are you can criticize anything. I, I I mean, is the roster perfect? No, but it's a pretty darn good team, uh, and they sh- they should be better than nine points in fourteen games for sure. Um, so I just hope, and and I've hoped this every time I've covered a coaching change, and the length of time that I've covered the Oilers is actually. Not a lot compared to most of the people there who are on the Oilers beat. They've covered more coaching changes than I have. But every time there is one, I always hope, I just hope this is the guy. I hope that the story in 12 to 36 months isn't, okay, there was a blip or a bad season or something went wrong and they fire somebody else. I I really hope this is the guy. Um you know, I know things change, and sometimes coaches have a good shelf life, even if they're doing well. I mean, Dave Tippett's record was pretty good. Uh, I just hope this is the guy. And I'm not saying this for my benefit, by the way. I'm saying it for oil country, for those of you listening who cheer for the Oilers. Would you not like to just have a coach? That's the guy. You got your Mike Sullivan or, you know, whoever. I mean, Todd McClellan's probably going to be in L.A. a while. You got that guy. He's the coach. He's synonymous with the team. I hope it's Chris Doblock. And, uh, and we're, we're, again, we're going to get to some of your message tonight. I know there are a lot of different opinions about why this happened and whether it was uh, fair or not. Fair is sometimes not a great word to use in life, <laughs> and especially in pro sports, because you do get a black and white result of a win or a loss every game. And quite simply, the Oilers were not winning enough. But as I was pointing out, um, you know, the, the save percentage was alarming. And now Skinner has had a couple of good games in a row, maybe even three. Um, so maybe that's going to recover. But the but I, I get all the concerns about the goaltending and what's going to happen with Campbell. Will he be back in the NHL? That's all fair. But the one thing I looked at was they are out shooting teams and they have a low shooting percentage. Like it's some like the history of hockey dictates you shoot a lot, you get a lot of good chances, they're eventually going to go in. Some nights they might not, and some nights they might not for an extended period of time. And I think that's what was happening to the Oilers. So we can talk a lot about the defensive play, about trying to change some of the systems. We can talk a lot about the quality of the goaltending and Campbell's contract, all fair, fair criticisms. But at the other end of the ice, I'm thinking at some point the pucks are going in. At some point they're going to score a clutch power play goal or two like they did last night, and that's going to make Jay Woodcroft look like a better coach. It didn't happen quickly enough for him. So is that on him? If, if good offensive players uh, aren't performing or maybe are all in slumps at the same time? I don't know if it is. I mean, I guess the coach has to take responsibility for everything and try to fix or help with everything. 
But sometimes guys are trying and shooting and the puck just doesn't go in. And I think that was part of Edmonton's woes, uh, you know, through the early part of the season for sure. If you want to get in touch, 780-496-0063. That is the hotline powered by CertainTeed, the pro's choice for roofing, siding, drywall, insulation, and ceiling systems. CertainTeed Pro all the way. You can also email insidesports at 630shed.com. But we're going to get to know the new guy, Chris Knobloch, and uh, here's what Warren Fogle had to say today. You know, I think the thing that sticks out is just how calm he is and his approach to handling players. You know, he's very uh, easy to communicate. You know, everyone knows their role. Um, you know, a very smart man. So, you know, it'll, it'll take some time for sure, but I think I think we'll be good. And, of course, Connor Brown played for Knobloch in the Ontario Hockey League. Here's his description. Smart, I'd say, calm and smart. He's um, calculated. Uh, you know, he doesn't do anything panic-based. Everything's, uh, you know, everything's planned and meticulous. And uh, you know, I, you know, for me, over my time with Chris, is uh, you know, he's he helped me personally with. Uh, he's just such a people person and, and helping you handle you know, what is a very emotional game um, through his calmness and you know, just his overall presence. Uh, you know, I think that uh, not only I think that'll be a huge help for me being here and uh, you know playing in this market and and uh, you know playing for his, you know trying to compete to you know be a Stanley Cup contender. Uh, you know, I think that kind of presence will be really good for not only me for for a lot of guys in this group. Well, they're using the word calm. Uh, I th- I thought very understated in his uh, the way he addressed uh, questions from the media the last couple of days. And, and again, I'm not saying Jay Woodcroft wasn't calm. It just seems like that probably is going to be an appropriate word for Chris Knobloch, one of the veterans on the team, Matthias Ekholm, on what he expects uh, with the new coaching staff. Again, it's it's tough to speak on two days. Uh, I know a little bit of experience of coaching changes during the during the year, and usually they try to keep it as light as possible. Um, obviously, they have their tweaks and their mindsets of how we'll, how they want us to do things. But um, I'm sure there'll be more and more throughout the year. But for now, it's more tweaks and, and little details that that um, they and we believe we can sharpen up. And um, it was a good step yesterday. Obviously, it wasn't a perfect game, but um, at least we we got a win. And, and, and that builds confidence, and, and now we just got to keep working and uh, string some games together. All right, a little bit there from Matthias Ekholm as uh, Chris Knobloch ran the practice today. Paul Coffey on the ice as well. 780-496-0063. Happy to hear from you this evening. We'll also uh, tell you the latest stories going on with some local football. It's Inside Sports on 630 Chet. Sports with Reed Wilkins is brought to you by James H. Brown and Associates, Alberta's precedent-setting injury lawyers. All right, still 2-1 Flames leading the Canadians. 11 minutes left in the third period. Uh, again, Dylan Holloway will be out long term. Not good there. Connor Brown very close, maybe tomorrow, if not certainly on uh, Saturday. And uh, Ed, Leon Dreisett will find 5000 bucks for uh, what the NHL label, labels a dangerous trip on Bo Horvat last night. He did get a two-minute minor penalty on the play. Kellen Kennedy in the uh, studio down the hallway here. Kellen, how are you doing? Doing well. How about you? Good. Good to have you back maybe a few minutes later in the show you can sum up your trip for us I it sounds interesting can. i saw yeah. some of the pictures so that was cool but let's get to uh, some audience
audience feedback. 780-496-0063. What do we have? Mm-hmm. We'll start with Luke, who has a fresh text right off the press. Use the force, in. Luke. Yes, uh, he did. He used the texting force to text in. Uh, he says he really hopes the coaching change works. This was not Woodcroft's fault. This revolving door of coaches has to stop at some point. It's on the players. That being said, go Oilers. It's time to go now. That's from Luke. Well, and that's kind of what I was saying. Like, it would be nice just to have a coach, a coach who sort of became synonymous with the team. Um, you know, I guess McClellan at three-plus years in, in this day and age, I guess that's a fairly long – I mean, John Cooper is another coach I should have brought up who's been there a while and been successful. Yeah, I mean, I, I always think, wouldn't it be great if you could get five years out of a coach? Like, is that is that too much to ask? But I don't know. What else? Mm-hmm. Uh, actually, we just got a call that came in from Norm, if you want to take that. I'm happy to talk to Norm. Okay, is this Norm in a combine or another Norm? I think this is another Norm, but here he is. Okay. Hi, Norm. It's Reed. Go ahead, please. Yeah, I don't own a combine. Okay. Um, <laughs> I just said that because there's a texter Norm in a combine, so I just yeah, wanted yeah. to double check. Sorry about that. Yeah, no no worries. Um, I'm just wondering about the possibility, or even if you just want to conjecture with it, but sure. uh, if Jeff Jackson maybe and Woody didn't really see eye to eye, is that a possibility? I don't know, actually. I, I've You know, I've never thought about that, but I do think this was primarily Jeff Jackson's decision. Uh, now, I, like Ken Holland said he liked Chris Knobloch. I don't know if you heard the comment that he said he considered him when he hired Todd Nelson in Grand Rapids in 2015, and I'm sure you remember Todd from here. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, it seems to me this Jeff Jackson uh, for for a variety of reasons uh, had followed and appreciated Chris Knobloch's career I, I, I don't know about the, like did Jackson not like Woodcroft or did they have issues I don't know that would that would be total conjecture on my part but I, I mean I guess Jackson had enough of an issue that he thought he should fire him but again the record had just reached a point it was quite poor as well was there was there something that was said that indicated that to you norm or are you just throwing you just want to shoot the breeze well, about no it? it just kind of there's something that just feels to me like there's something else going on here because woody's record and all things considered it's not a matter of fairness it just actually doesn't make much sense to me that I know the losing record, but Connor McDavid in the 120th position scoring, you know, like um, that's not that's not on the coach. So I don't know. Something just feels funny to me about it, and I I just thought maybe you know, like because Jackson came in with his own mm-hmm. uh, vision, and he and maybe. Um, the coach didn't quite see it the same way, and you get off to a bad start because Jackson hasn't been here that long, obviously. Yeah. Um, and um, yeah, I don't know. I just uh, yeah. No, I, pre- I appreciate that, Norm. I, I I do think it's a worthwhile question to ask. Um, I mean, here's the thing that's probably gonna. I, I mean, I think Jackson right now. I mean, well, he he's above Holland in the hierarchy. I don't think Holland has been completely neutered here, but I I think Jackson. Has, uh, I mean, he's higher up in hockey ops than Holland. Uh, Holland is unlikely to be back this year, so Jackson's probably either going to make himself the GM or hire another GM. But he's still higher up, so then at least Jackson can say, "I've already got the coach I want." 
Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. If you want conjecture for what might play out here. Uh, we'll go to Big Bad Joe here. Uh, Big Bad Joe, i got about 90 seconds. Go ahead. Okay, uh, back, I, I am back, though. But uh, what I want to say really is fun. I feel bad for Woodcroft, but you know what? In the end, you're on the business. And what I well like, what I've seen now with the coach, and I hope he keeps it up like that, and, you know, it's really important to keep four lines rolling. And then I got, because, you know, everybody gets involved. It's good for the team. And then another thing is, I think I disagree with you with the lifespan of a coach five years. I think the lifespan of a coach is three years. And, and you know, it doesn't matter how good they did the season before. You know, three years, then it's time for something fresh. That's all that I have to say. Well, that's, uh, that's I believe, the Larry Bird way of thinking. Uh, I believe it was Larry Bird who said players start to tune out coaches after three years. He's obviously one of the greatest basketball players of all time. And I believe when he coached Indiana, it was for exactly three seasons, and then he stepped down. I'm just trying to double-check. I, th- I think that was his... Uh, yeah, he, he did three years at Indiana, and he was like, "Hey, whatever." They did go to an NBA Finals, and he was like, "No, that's that's three years. That's all. That's all coaches last." All right, seven eight zero four nine six zero zero six three. Back after the break.